Audrey is being mean tonight. <laughs> We watched My Brother's Keeper, and we're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. But if either of those things happen, we definitely need to know. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't need to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea, how's your heart? My heart's great. How's yours? No, it's yours? not. It's mean. <laughs> it's mean. You've said mean things to me tonight. You can't prove it. I can't. <laughs> If that is a precursor to what tonight's going to be, hold on to your hats and uh, yikers. Yikers. This effing movie. (laughs) It was was rough, guys. So, um, I don't know. Do you want to like misquote scripture and disrespect the troops? Maybe we do it all together. and, And also act horribly. Also act horribly. Should we do that? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's, that's what they did. My brother's keeper. We found this on Pure Flix. Yeah. So we heard it was it was nominated for a Dove Award this year. That's right. So it came out came out last year in 2020. It was nominated for a Dove Award. It did not win. It no. lost to another movie that we actually have reviewed on the show. Yeah, and believe it or not, it was not nominated for a Razzie Award. <laughs> Um, it like, wasn't even on the Razzie Award, like, like it was, but it like wasn't even wasn't even like up as a bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like mm-hmm. it was just a straight up, like, oh, this could be a good. We fell, we fell for it. We did. We absolutely did. Hey, thank you so much for the sacrifice that you've made for the show. <laughs> um, in that you have a Pure Flix account that we share. No, I forgot to cancel it yeah. after the seven day trial. So. Um, Oh, hey, speaking of, yeah. I uh, I need to update the uh, the payment status for uh, Podbean, which is our, our platform. Yeah. Otherwise, this show won't come out. So if you get to hear this show, it means that I've done this already. So <laughs> if there's you that. don't, that means he forgot. I forgot. And so <laughs> if it's a little late, that's probably what happened. I've been busy. Just so you know. I've been busy. So let's, uh, I guess, we'll talk about this god awful movie <laughs> it really was terrible it's it's really bad but uh i guess we start where we always start and that's yeah. with the uh the synopsis are you ready i'm ready let's go a returning a war veteran has one more battle to fight ptsd the U.S. and its allies have been waging war against terror for over 12 years, and SFC Travis Fox and his best friend FSC, no, SFC, Ron, yes. Ron Preach Piercy, Percy, are... <laughs> hey, listen, first of all, none of our listeners are actually going to watch this movie. Please, like, we're going to start off with that. So oh you can get gosh. it wrong and just be wrong. It's fine. Uh, Breach and his entire Ranger platoon are killed in a deadly IED attack. Travis, devastated, returns to his hometown. His parents' home is empty now, both killed in a tragic car accident three years earlier. He browses through pictures of his parents 
and his eyes fall on the handcrafted necklace he had made in Saudi Arabia around his mother's neck. I didn't read right. He searches his parents' belongings from the accident and the home, but fails to find the necklace. The next day, Travis starts his search for answers and discovers an unsuspecting obstacle, PTSD. During his journey, he starts to rediscover his faith in God, but a devastating and painful secret hidden from him for years by his best friend Donnie threatens his renewed faith, restores his guilt, and causes him to consider ending his life. Wow. That makes it sound like an interesting movie. But here we go. Um, They lied. They lied. This is, uh, the song is I Want to See Jesus by Pastor Clinton McFarland. Um... I'm not bad at this song, by the way. All the things I've done. I'm living to see Jesus. I want to see Jesus. So that song is the best part of this movie. That's like the theme song for for the movie. Uh, so that made it that made it sound uh, really really interesting. It's not. It's not. It's not well written. Nope. It's not well acted. No. 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 Nothing about this movie is done well. No. You. Know, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm. There's one thing that was done really well, and uh, that was the push-ups that Joey Lawrence did right before he started filming. Because uh, what's hilarious is that when this movie starts, um, by the way, uh, there's no like overseas budget, right? This is all shot in like a high school gymnasium that right. they put some stuff up in. Mm-hmm. And so they're in their, their you know, they're in their, their bunk out yeah. in Afghanistan, Kentucky, Afghanistan, Kentucky. <laughs> and, um, and Joey Lawrence has his sleeves pulled up and they are just popping he's got to show his guns got to show his guns because whoa and um <laughs> do, you, do you think all of our listeners know who joey lawrence is um gosh i i sure hope so um he played joey in uh clarissa is that right clarissa blossom, blossom. don't start with me blossom it was blossom yeah i'm getting it confused because clarissa is melissa joan hart and then he played joey in melissa and joey right which was another show which i know is your favorite right um you watched you watched all i never i never saw an episode although uh i did i did meet melissa joan hart that one time so that's right yeah yeah, i I got to meet sabrina so um (laughs) she's she's adorable she she, she's completely adorable. Uh, so is Joey. Uh, let's be honest. He's a he, he's, he's a, not ugly. No no no. He's not hard to he's not hard to look at. But also he's uh, forty five. So it's weird in this. Movie. I'm sorry. What is he really? Joey Lawrence is forty five years old. He was born in seventy six. Yep. Good for you. <laughs> you who? Joey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he looks good. Yeah. No, that's what I'm not saying. Not that forty five is like ancient or anything yeah no i mean it's way older than than, than me than me hmm. <laughs> but uh he did push-ups and then like throughout the scene you can tell that like he wasn't doing push-ups between takes because they like he, he wasn't popping as much you know it was a lot of fun i was like his muscles you, you spent more getting- time looking at joey lawrence's muscles than i did um, i just want you to know that. <laughs> it's been a long week <laughs> that's all i need to know <laughs> Oh my god. So Joey Lawrence is the uh, is the preach is, is uh, moving on. 
Golly. Um, Preach is his uh, is what yeah. he goes by, and he asks uh, Travis to pray for him, and Travis won't pray for him because I don't believe in that 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 faith stuff anymore. No. And then uh, an IED blows up the entire platoon. One IED blows up what they later say is thirty five people. Thirty five yeah. people die, and uh, he goes and uh, as as the leader uh, of this group. Mm-hmm goes over and has a complete meltdown in front of everyone, you know? And I'm like, mm, okay. It's really, really turn on the acting right here, but not in a good way. Um, we're not going to go scene by scene through this movie. Oh Our, gosh. No, I, I refuse. <laughs> let's, uh, let's just talk about the, uh, the low points. Um, <laughs> there's a preacher scene by scene. <laughs> That's a lot. There's a lot of low points. There's, there's a, a pre- there's a preacher. There is a preacher. And you know, he's a preacher. Yes. Because he wears a short sleeve purple shirt with a priest collar. Yes. What what denomination was this church? Do you Anglican. Think? 100% Anglican. Or I don't know because he said that you have to be baptized to get saved at one point. Yes, he did. Bad theology. <laughs> that is not the only bad theology in this uh, movie. No, I think that's the only bad theology. There's no other bad theology. There's no theology about um, you follow the girl to get saved. The missionary dating yeah. isn't is is, is an, an Which, all a huge theme. by the way, theme. you know, that was given by the ghost of preach. That particular uh, I, for, yeah, I completely advice. forgot. The, I completely forgot the ghost. So I think we yeah, can yeah, yeah. can kind of let that one slide. I forgot that this was about extra. Like uh, <laughs> I was going to say extraterrestrials. That's, that's wrong. Not it. What uh, uh, post mortem? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, just, guys, think about it. just think about his muscles. You'll can, be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make noise. You're making it worse. <laughs> you are. Oh, oh man, man. you oh. guys! <laughs> we are so in sync at how much we hate this movie. I would rather come like say whatever is is. I, I'm gonna leave it all in because I'd rather that be in the show than than whatever the garbage is that this movie was. What is the like a uh, uh, fancy word for ghosts? Poltergeists. That's it. That's the word. That's it. Not extraterrestrials. Poltergeist. Pol- Preachergeist is what it is because it's pre it's preach it's, it's preaches preach. poltergeist preaches poltergeist preachergeist that's it that's it. it took me thirty seconds guys that's all it took so, all I'm saying sometimes think about it first <laughs> oh my gosh this movie so there's ghosts that talk to people mm-hmm. um, just the, a singular ghost yeah that's that's enough um, let me see every. Uh, can I can I just say something that's real problematic about this movie? Sure. Um, every black male in this movie, uh huh, in some way, shape, or form, is part of a gang. <laughs> Other than pops, yeah. Is there any? Is there is there one that doesn't do something gang related or will resort to something gang related at some point? No. Yeah. Well, there may be one of the veterans that uh, has a brief. 10 second cameo. Do you mean like the veterans that were, um, I don't want, I think actually PTSD I think victim. They, I like, think so like, too. Yeah. Hey, let's bring these people in. Like, I'm not saying that pejoratively. I think that that's just like, Hey, do you guys want to be in a movie about mm-hmm. this? Um, have you ever had PTSD? I have, I have not definitely. Have not I've either. never been in war. So, um, but everybody that, uh, everybody that I've read about this, like, mm-hmm. 
they're pretty upset about this dis- uh, depiction of PTSD. Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's like, what? Like, yeah. I saw reviews of like, um, yeah, I was in the military and have PTSD. And this is bad. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not, not even like it's not triggering or anything else like that. This is just, yeah. Um, it's just a bad, it's a bad enactment or or representation that's that's a better word it's a bad representation of what ptsd is yeah. and what it what it does yeah how a person functions or doesn't function with it yeah because apparently anytime <clears throat> like you hear a loud noise now all of a sudden you are going to strangle the person at the grocery store like it was just it was just weird um but i don't want to blame the acting on it you know what I'm saying? I mean, no, it, it, I blame the that. writing. Yeah, let's talk about the writer. Let's real talk quick. about the writer. So it was written by Ty Manns. Uh, <clears throat> have you ri- have you looked up anything about the writer yet? I have not. Not okay. about the writer. Ty was a is a retired major in the U.S. Army. He was okay. in the infantry and retired in 2003. Okay, so yeah. uh, this is just a little bit of research that that we looked up on him. So he's uh, written some other movies. Um, I am going to read to you the synopsis of a movie from 2013 okay called the turning point derek hunter is a loving husband a respected member of his local church and a professional special forces officer but when he returns home from his 10th combat deployment his wife tiffany quickly discovers that there's something wrong he's less social has trouble sleeping and is easily angered and struggles to find work after his discharge uh, is final with Derek's symptoms growing worse each day he begins to contemplate suicide that sounds similar. Yeah. Somebody comes home, family life is a wreck, PTSD, want to commit suicide. I feel like somebody needs to check on Ty. Uh, yeah, I feel like he's trying to work out some of his own demons by writing movies. And, and listen, we all work out our demons hey, in different ways. Therapy is therapy. Yeah. Um, but not everything you write needs to be turned into a movie that we have to watch. That is correct. That is correct. I guess we don't have to watch them, but we do for the show. We do for our pod listeners. You guys are so blessed to have us. You're um, welcome. T.C. Stallings plays the main character in this movie. His name is uh, he, it's Travis. Um, can, can we talk about some of the th- other things that T.C. Stallings has been in? Sure. Uh, he was in War Room. Of course. Okay. He was in Courageous. Oh, I'm seeing a theme. <laughs> he was in... God's Compass. <laughs> what? Never heard of it, but it looks just like all the other movies. I, I'm looking at the cast list here, Andrea. Yeah. We don't have anybody to talk about. No, I, I think the the person that I re- I did recognize the guy who played Donnie. Okay. His name is Robert uh, Richard. Okay. Or Richard. Richard. It's R I apostrophe C H R D. Yeah, I'm not sure how he says it. Me either. Um, but I, the truth is, I recognize him, but I don't know where I saw him. He's uh, he's been in Empire. He's been in. Uh, he was in Coach Carter. I guarantee he's played Cuba Gooding's son. He he had to right. He's played Cuba Gooding the third at some at point. At some point, he looks just like him. Dang it, Cuba Gooding the third. He was, It looks like he's had some bit parts on. Some like CSIs and NCIS, things like that. That's probably and where Christian I've seen movies. him. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> clearly. Um, so this movie, Andrea, is so 
poorly written. Yeah. And it's so poorly acted. Well, the dialogue was terrible. Yeah. And uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything redeeming about it. Um, as it turns out, his cousin or friend, whoever it is, Donnie, uh, ran out in front of his parents' mm-hmm. car on a rainy night and his parents like slid into something and parked di- truck parked or something, something yeah. and, and died. Um, and that led Donnie into a life of crime and steal. And now he owes a gang bangers person money. Nothing is flushed out. No, nothing. We're left without any resolution yeah. to anything yeah. in this movie. Um, some other problem areas. There's a therapist who yep. starts dating Travis. Oh yeah. Because the that's what every therapist should do is date the right. patient. Yep. That seems an ethically gray area. No, it's, but the thing is, it's not <clears throat> Andre. It's not a gray area. That is a clear black and white area, Yes, black and white area. Gray areas are like, you know, whether or not you look at Joey's arms or not, <laughs> which apparently you did. I mean, I'm just so. saying he wore, I mean, I was like, you could tell. Okay. Don't you judge me. <laughs> Don't you judge me. You've I'm, already been so mean to me tonight. Not, who? How can you prove it? <laughs> I could tell everybody what you said. <laughs> All right. Um. Um, a couple of other problem areas for me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we've talked about it on the show. I was raised in a pastor's home. Yes. And there were a lot of things, a lot of information that I was probably privy to that I more than likely didn't need to be privy I, to. I know where you're going and I'm 100% with you. So here's the thing. Pastors and pastors' kids, mm-hmm. pastors' families, they know certain things need to be kept in confidence. Yes. This pastor apparently didn't get that message. No, at all. He's telling everybody He's everything. He's telling everybody. At one point, Pop shows up and goes, I heard you went and saw Dr. So-and-so. The doctor told me that he that you yeah. went to go see her. That's patient confidentiality. Okay, yeah. so there's a HIPAA violation. How about uh, that that preacher confidentiality? That pastor told the therapist. Co- therapist and like everybody's just like, oh, everybody, everybody knows. I'm like some people need to learn to keep some things confident, Con- confidential. That's the there word. We, we're doing. We're doing so good with words tonight. Words. Are, are we're so good with them. Just, you know, like really, really we're good. Really good with words. Really good with the words tonight. Guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but we're really good with words. <laughs> oh, this is so dumb. Um, There was one line okay. in this movie that I appreciated. Okay. Was it? The end. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. So when Travis is giving his testimony, which by the way, guys, the time has no meaning in this movie. I have no idea how much time elapsed from the beginning to the end. It was either three days Uh or seven months. Yeah. One of the two. One of the two. And I can't tell you the difference. Yeah. 
Um, but Travis is giving a testimony about his salvation. No, no, he rededication. Had, he absolutely had not been saved yet because he had not been baptized yet. Right. So oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, this is pre-baptism. This is, do you want to come give a testimony about how you don't aren't knowing what happened? I don't. Just come and talk because we need this in the movie. We have to have this. It's been four minutes and there hasn't been anybody in a pulpit yet. Every four to eight minutes, yeah. there's somebody standing in a pulpit giving exposition. Go ahead. Yes. So Travis is giving a testimony and he explains to everyone that he has PTSD, that he's coming yeah. to grips with this. And he makes this statement. He says that he's seeking medicine to heal his mind and he's seeking God to heal his heart and soul. Did you catch that? I, I was fine with that. Yeah. So here's my thing. Cause we've talked about mental health yes. on this show before we are both proponents for seeking help when you have mental health issues. Absolutely. We've both experienced different things. And so I really appreciated that because here's the thing. Can God miraculously supernaturally heal you heal your mental health issues yes he can just like he can miraculously and supernaturally heal cancer or heart disease or anything else that somebody may experience but sometimes i believe that god uses doctors and medical professionals to help bring the healing so i don't know that i've told you this story that this happened but last week i went to my doctor like my my okay. my gp and i was just I was with my insurance. I have to go once a year mm. or it costs me an extra $25 a paycheck. Mm. It's like legit. You just go, yeah. right? Just go. And so she's like, okay, I've got a scribe and a student with me today. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. Come bring, welcome to the show, ladies. <laughs> Apparently it's my, it's what I say now. <laughs> just welcome to the show. This is weird. Um, <laughs> um, so <laughs> have you guys seen my brother's keeper? You should check out Joey Lawrence's arms. So um, anyway. He's a fan. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm, I'm sitting there and uh, and she's like, well, you, you seem like you're doing pretty good. And I go, well, yeah, th thanks to you. And she goes, what? And I was like, doc, you saved my life. And she goes, what? I was like, you saved my life. I was in a dark place mm -hmm. and you asked me a question and I started getting teary because that never happens. And then she started getting teary. And then like, so here me and the doctor are like crying and hugging each other in the exam room. Um, and I'm just like, it's like, just like, thank you so much. Like, and she goes, no, you did the work. I was like, no, I was trying to do the work. I didn't have the tools that I needed. I needed the meds so that I could get the work done. And, um, and I said, I don't know if you remember this or not, but like you apologized for, the bad work that the church had done in the conversation about mental health. And she said, you know, I just, I'm trying to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And sometimes I don't know if I'm doing a good mm -hmm. job. So, and I was like, well, I'll tell you that with me, you were the hands, feet, arms, and voice of Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, and you did a great job. Yeah. So thank you. Um, it's okay, guys, if you need help, please, please, please. Yes. Go get more help. Go get help. Yeah. Um, okay. That that might be the biggest takeaway from this movie. I think it is. Uh, I I did have. <laughs> Can we talk about 
the title for a second. Okay. Let's talk about where that phrase, my brother's keeper, comes from. Because we've talked about scripture that's taken out of context and misused. This scripture is taken out of context and misused all the time. Yes. Do you do you know where this I'm comes let, from? I'm gonna, I usually preach on this show. I know. This is the it's week. It's my turn. It's your turn. So the phrase, my brother's keeper, am I my brother's keeper, mm-hmm. comes from uh, Genesis chapter four, where Cain has killed his brother Abel, and God comes looking for Abel. Yeah. Now let's, first of all, be clear. God already knows what happened. Yes. He's at, he's giving Cain an out. He's giving him a chance to confess. I will say that as a dad, uh-huh, I do this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and now also as a 3, apparently I do this a lot because both you and Julie have admitted that like you're like we always feel like you're setting us up whenever you ask a question. Always. Meanwhile, it's like, I'm just trying to get the full answer. But with my kids, that's usually a setup. And so, uh, hey, kids, love you. I do know what you're doing. I see everything. And so I'll ask a question, knowing what the correct answer is, Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to build character in them with how they answer and the way they answer. So this happens all the time. It also happened uh, in Job. Right. Mm-hmm. Whenever, yep. uh, whenever Satan walks up or Lucifer walks up, and uh, and and God goes, "Where you been?" He knows. He already knows, you guys. He already knows. Okay, so go back okay. to Cain and Abel. So there, th- there you are. So, so God asks Cain, "Where's Abel?" Cain said he didn't know, and then smarts off to God and says, "Am I my brother's keeper?" I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Am I supposed to be keeping track of him? So you guys, when you use this scripture out of context, yeah. you're being a smart aleck. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Yep. Yeah. That's called self-control. Thank you so much for not making me have to bleep as much as you did last week. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um but uh you're but not yeah. Wrong. Yeah, but whenever you say that you're you're being a smiler. What am I supposed to know where he is? Yeah. Am I my brother's keeper? Yeah, actually. Yes. <laughs> you are. Yeah, yeah, you should. So um yeah, but hey. But military, uh uh America, uh uh church, uh uh hey, by the way, do you see what like the big um the the <laughs> She's laughing because of the arm motions, guys. I don't. You couldn't see it. It's fine. It's me. It's an audible, audible medium. It's fine. It's fine. Um, the uh, the big thing right now on Pure Flix is God's not dead. We the people, we will not be watching this. God's not dead. Colon. We the people. The- <laughs> I can tell you what that reminds me. That makes me think of. No, you should. For some reason, it what comes to mind is like one of the sequels of The Purge. Have oh, you seen? yeah. Like that's what's coming to my head. Yeah. Um, which is not good, guys. I, by the way, The Purge, much better movie than anything that we've <laughs> talked about. That's number one. Number two, that's what the next God's Not Dead movie should be, oh my is word. The Purge. Yeah. That would be great. God's Not Dead, colon, the purge. Did you hear about what happened in Hagee's church in San Antonio this past Sunday? I was trying not to talk about it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. 
We don't have to talk about it. No. It's terrible. It's so bad. People showed up to church to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. But instead, what they heard was the uh, the chanting, let's go, Brandon. Which, uh, <clears throat> as we discussed on the show, because I, I was unaware mm-hmm. of what it was, is, uh, is really... Um, supposed to be fu biden mm-hmm. and uh and so i'll see if i can find a clip of it and put it in like right here okay, so that 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 was actual sound yeah. from uh from John Hagee, John Hagee's, John Hagee's church. church, Cornerstone Church in San Antonio. It's just now, I will say that uh, the pastor there, who's the son of John Hagee, Matthew Hagee, has apologized publicly for letting for that happening. He said it was not appropriate to allow this event. So it it wasn't. It was an event outside of a Sunday morning service called Reawaken America. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, it shouldn't have happened. The, the event shouldn't have happened. Correct. It had it had people like uh, Alex Jones, Mike Lindell, uh, Lindwood, and our favorite Greg Locke were all speakers. Oh, this is bad at it's, this at this event. It's a bad look, guys. It just it's it's a bad look. Anyway, okay. So let's um, so back to the fantastic movie we watched, America. Um, what from from from. <laughs> to another goodness gracious it's so bad i'm not leaving that in no you need to take that out for sure <laughs> i was like what to say let's get to the b <laughs> please no we can't get to the b yet okay oh, um no, no we have questions we have questions all right so how soon are you going to show this to your parents never okay <laughs> Uh, when will your children be watching this? Well, so here's the thing is that I was having to watch it, um, while I was waiting for Jill in ballet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she did get to watch part of it and oh. she was asking questions about the movie and I'm like, babe, please don't ask questions and also never watch this. Don't ever watch It's this. really a bad, bad movie. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. And she just kind of left it at that. So no, that's not happening. Does it pass the Bechtel test? Uh, no. Are there two named females even in this movie? Yes. Because there's Dr. Tiffany and Wanda, Miss Wanda. I forgot about Miss Wanda. But she doesn't show up till the end, like the last 20 minutes. That's right. And that was just so she could get yelled at for her jewelry. Seriously. Um, Because when your husband is... Dying. That's mm-hmm. what you need is to that's, be screamed that's at. That's what matters. Yeah. Um, and then uh, let's ask uh, uh, the Black Bechtel test. I yes. Mean, yeah. 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 There's lots of people of color in this that aren't talking about white people. It's fine. Um, so, so at least it's that. Um, okay. Is there a magical black man in this movie? No, there's a magical white man. There's a magical white man who comes back from the dead, but because the entire cast is black, it kind of, you know, it, that, yeah. Um, let me see here. Is there a preach? Is there a sermon from a pulpit? There's multiple, multiple sermons. Well, can we call them sermons? I mean, it's just I misquoting guess. scripture. That's all yeah. it is. And it's real. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, 
Do we recommend the Potterishners listening? No, to no guys, don't, don't do, do this. Don't do, that. Don't, do the, don't do this to yourself. It's don't. It's really bad. <laughs> like it's real bad. Okay, we didn't know. We, we didn't when we when we said let's watch it. We we, we thought in our defense, we did think that hey, it's nominated for a Dove Award, yeah. and all the music has been real good. No, no, no. We were wrong. We were absolutely wrong. Okay, um, let's get into the B. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Scholars now agree Pontius Pilate didn't wash his hands long enough to avoid responsibility for crucifixion. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! I think that's, ah! that's enough, right? I think so. All right, what's your not for me? Uh, terrible acting. Oh, yeah, just, just in general. Just in general. Like how I've been terribly acting about my fascination with Joe Lawrence's arm. You haven't been acting. That is yes, yes, 100%. We're not making that a bit. That's not a bit that on the show. Definitely a bit. It's not, it will be coming it's, back. It's at, listen, I've got other buttons I can press. I'm just saying, don't make me push buttons. Uh, oh, there's bits that, I, that we've killed on buttons that I can push. I'm just saying. Like what? What bits have we killed? That's not one. Have you got a boyfriend? I've killed that bit. We killed that because there's nothing to talk about. You got a boyfriend? No. Okay. <laughs> um, what do you think about Joey Lawrence's arms? You got a boyfriend? <laughs> are you asking Joey? Does he have a boyfriend? You got a boyfriend? Mm, yes, you are. Mm, yeah. Um, you know what I think about uh, how how mean you've been to me tonight? You suck. That's what I think. <laughs> What's your not for me, Seth? My not for me this week is uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> have you been listening to taylor swift's album give her her scarf back what is wrong with you just give her the scarf back are you serious why can't what's wrong with giving her the scarf back just give her the scarf back you're literally wearing it out and about like everybody knows just give her just send it back you okay i'm fine i'm just saying it's not for me that he hasn't given her the scarf back I haven't listened to it, so I don't know what you're talking about. That's a show. <laughs> but listen, our thoughts and opinions don't have to be the final word, dear listener. Except on this movie. I, you say every week, except for this. <laughs> except for when we're right, and we're right right now. Uh, no, I'd love to hear what your thoughts and opinions are about uh, what what else you did other than watch this movie. Please tell us. Yeah. How could people uh, get in touch with us? So you can let us know on all the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. And as a reminder, for every comment that you leave us, we give money to a, a, a local charity or ministry. Yeah. Uh, we, we do that. We've been doing that since the beginning. Two years. Uh, and we've given away a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, believe it or not, like, like hundreds of dollars, which is kind of a lot considering nobody listens to the show. <laughs> We don't make any money on this show. Definitely not. I've, if you're listening to it, I had to spend more money this week. <laughs> we had to pay to keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so remember, the greatest compliment yes. that you can give us is to help grow the show. Yes. Tell a friend to listen. Tell a friend to subscribe and download because we'll be back next week. Yes, we will. And until then. Until then. This is Seth. This is Andrea. And this 
is dropping Sunday. Well, I was going to say something about Joey Lawrence's arms, but no, this is dropping Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it still is. Right? Yeah. Okay. I think. <laughs>